Episode 32 of the Harmonics Podcast. Oh, God. Uh, I don't think we're going to call it the Rock Band Podcast anymore since we have multiple games. Whatever. We talk about everything in this. You're already listening There's to no it. There's no secrets in this podcast. No, and we no. talk about I mean, rock band. We talk about secrets, but we don't secrets. keep secrets from each other. Secrets. Secrets. Yeah. Oh. That's a, yeah. Um, we've got a fun episode this week. Uh, joining us, as usual, is Mr. John Drake. What's up? Nick Coleman, uh, Diddling the Knobs, as I've been told, is the, the uh, proper term. The just the, the worst. Diddling the knob, not Ryan. Wor- no, not, not, not him. He's the, the diddler. Term. He's the, the diddler. Yeah, the diddler. Yeah, of the knobs. The, the, worst Batman, the, the worst Batman Hipsing villain of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the diddler. He's very tech savvy, though. It's yeah. good. Uh, he has a giant Ridge. beard. You guys can't see him, but his beard is so big right now. Lush. Yeah. Um, Whose head brood are lush? It's, <laughs> it's I, true. I've seen bigger. I've seen you in rock band. On you. I've seen bigger. Yeah. And he has like a dark a dark plaid shirt on today, so he's got a Moustra Boudreau, yeah. Boudreau plus glasses look going on. Yeah. Yeah. The beard used to go down Cosplay. to like the second button, or the third button down on really? your Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are long. you thinking of Rob Waitshirt? Because that sounds like no. Rob. <laughs> we got confused. Okay. <laughs> a lot. The Windhammer, for those of you who... You should who, be the new Windhammer. Who may have seen our E3 video where he sang an <laughs> <laughs> in, in impromptu version of Wild Thing, and then <laughs> immediately <laughs> left the company. <laughs> Yeah, that video is what did it. Him and McLean. That video is a death knell for him working on harmonics. I was almost in that. Good thing. I thank God. Yeah, thank God you walked away. Thank God. And that man speaking is Eman Zarakunian. Oh, uh, what? Uh, no, no. It's Amin uh, Zarukian. Yes. Um, our former COO, Mike Dornbrook, uh, thought your name was pronounced Eman Zarakunian. So Mike Dornbrook's one of the most intelligent people I know, and he was our boss for a really long time. He used to work on Zork. He's been around forever. And I know he can read, like for a fact, I <laughs> right. know he can read, but for some reason he got an email with your itinerary, and we were doing some, some Fender uh. Squire Stratocaster stuff, and he literally came to my office and went, hey John, why am I approving travel for this E-Man Zarkunian? Who is that? Who is that girl? And I was like, it's like, do you mean Amin? First of all, that's not how you say his name. It's Amin Zarkunian. Second of all, that's not even phonetically close to how you say no. his name if you read what's on the paper. And third of all, he's worked down the hall for like... A year and a half, and you've definitely talked to him with me in in the same room. Yeah, it's cool though. Just it's, and he's like, fine. I already approved it. Don't worry about it. I just people have some serious issues with uh, pronouncing my name. Really? Yeah. Is that the worst you've heard? Um, Eman Zarakuni. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that might be the worst. That's when it's up there. Mike Dornbrook, legendary e- harmonic COO and E-man. terrible reader. Eman. That's E-man? funny. But well, there's two e's in a row. Yeah, Me's name make... is spelled E M E E N Z A R K O O N. Z A R O O K I A N. That's what I meant. I mean, it's phonetic. It looks Zarukian. It looks intimidating. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of just like you. But, you look pretty oh, intimidating. Yeah, good thing they can't see us right now. No. He's huge. It means like seven feet tall. Yeah, here I am. And he's uh, he's not even using a microphone. He's no. just that loud. He's just I'm in just your kicking computer. back. Yeah. <laughs> His V8 and his seltzer. <laughs> like a oh. total hardcore. Only an audio dude would pull that stunt. Yeah. Uh, you guys are the worst. Can't <laughs> more can't we interview you every week. Um, <laughs> go ahead. So, yeah, Mike doesn't know how to say Amin's name, but his name yeah. is Amin. Yeah. Amin but is. Anyway. Uh, you're, you're from our audio department. Yes, correct. Um, what is your title? Composer, composer sound, sound designer. designer. Yep. Slash sound designer. Uh, composer People slash sound designer. Yeah. Not composer sound designer. No, no, no. Slash no. Sound you need designer. to know that. That would be redundant. Yeah, yeah it's right. both. Yeah. Um, most people listening probably actually know who you are, even though they don't realize it, from seeing that E3 video That's of right. the first live demonstration of the Pro, the Fender Squire Stratocaster Pro guitar working through an amplifier. Amin was the one who played the White Stripes on stage while I was yelling obscenities at people. Yeah, and at me. And yeah. at Amin, yeah. occasionally. I mean, the first demo we did... <laughs> Was a total disaster, and it was all Amin's fault. But after that, it was yeah, all no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, what happened in the first one? I can't remember. And the guitar was out of tune. Uh, yeah. And Aaron had like selected the wrong instrument. It was on lefty flip. <laughs> so we started playing a song, and immediately everyone failed out. 
that's and Amin was like in drop D for some reason. <laughs> it was a it was a nightmare. And I was like, great, this is our new product line. We are officially going out of business. The next day, I was like, I, we probably need a tuner. Yeah, here on stage, we got you one. Um, got yeah. How did that happen? I'm a resourceful manner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, those videos are all over YouTube with like tens of thousands of views. Have Pretty you seen exciting. those? I saw. I saw it. You're once, all over you know? the place. He was. He lived uh, it. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need yeah, to see it, man. No, you don't have to. But I you lived should. it. Uh, and it means also from legendary rock band two band the Stearns. That's right. The song Supreme Girl was in rock band two, and also in uh, a band called Spirit Kid. Spirit Kid is the new hot stuff. Yes, Spirit Kid is all over the place lately. Mainly because you put them in all the videos that we do for yep. the community. <laughs> it's no lie. I'm a big fan of uh, Spirit Kid's music. Um, it's a it's a certain style that appeals to me. I don't care for it. it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Drake hates it, yep. even though it's on his label. Yep. <laughs> which we can get into. In How a would bit. you describe it? I mean, Britpop, yeah. revival, um, rock, rev. I, you know, good. It's, it's tough to. I feel like it's always changing anyway, but it, it, it's rooted in pop. The earlier stuff was more lo fi. Yeah, that's true. Um, and we've been doing more studio recordings as of late. Because before it was just you yelling into a Casio. It was me in a, with a four track yeah. and weird. Yeah. How and... many different instruments did you play personally on your album? Oh my god, I don't know. I've never counted. But for the most part, each song was mostly <clears throat> you, right? Doing on the album, songs. everything was me. everything. Yeah. So guitar, bass, bass. drums, <laughs> keyboards. Does, it, does like piano. acoustic guitar count as yeah. another guitar? That's okay, a different so that's guitar. Sure. That's four. <laughs> piano, organ, piano, organ, uh, tambourine, um, tambourine, hand claps, shakers, hand claps, shakers. a lot of shakers, vocoder, <laughs> vocals, <laughs> vocals. You did sing. That's backing le- vocals. Did That's you actually 12. use a vocoder? I did. Yeah. Which song? Uh, My imagination uses a vocoder in there. I don't believe you. Um, but it's a great record. That's right. It's a great record, and it's on iTunes now. Spirit Kid, Spirit Kid. It's yeah. On iTunes. And soon, the Rock Band Network. Yes, we have two songs that are actually in playtesting right now. So what's been the uh, holdup with that, Amin, given that you are an author in our audio department? Uh, the holdup is that Amin didn't do anything on those <laughs> tracks because he's a lazy person. I, I'm very busy, um, <laughs> especially these days, you know? Right. Yeah, there's a lot going on. The holidays, too, are coming up. Mm. I've been preparing for that for like six months. Right. Like the worst NPR radio <laughs> show that I've ever heard. I mean, the holidays are coming holidays. up now. And if you haven't gotten your nut loaf in order, we've nut got a recipe loaf. for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, those songs are in playtest. And then, so Wait. we did those songs originally in play. I, I did those songs. John authored the them. The main drag. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Whatever. Um, the, uh, no, so we did those songs for a playtest, and they were put in way long ago. Uh, and we were waiting for like some. We were trying to set up an account, and some stuff got um, messed up. And then the the song format changed for Rock Band Network tracks. So when I went to rebuild those songs, uh, I had to then add a bunch of notes in Easy and Medium. We had to remix them. We had to do a bunch of like extra stuff. So that slowed it down even more. But they're in playtest now, right? Along with some tracks that I'm doing for the Acrobats. So there's a lot of like oh. harmonics band goodness that will be harmonics in playtest love. right now. If you're a Rock Band Network author, uh, feel free to go look at songs authored by the Main Drag and give me some playtest feedback because I am not. Perfect, despite what everyone thinks <laughs> and knows as a fact. You're perfect to me, John. I know. Um, but yeah. But yes, what you, the way you described Spirit Kid is at least why it appeals to me. Because, like you said, Britpop, sort of 60s sounding yeah, garage. Yeah, like 60s Britpop, not like Right, not, not, like not Oasis. Right, right. We don't, yeah, we don't do that pop. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very little. Can you say that? I did say. Yeah, it. you can say. What, what can I say on this show here? Well, I mean, well, I mean, it depends on how much work you want to make for <laughs> for the editing process. Quick diddling ups. Yeah, yeah. The, the the diddler is okay. We can say that. Yep. Yeah, sure. I think it's just a suggestive. You can say pretty much anything. Yeah. All right. Well, well let's go. Keep that in mind. Let's go. <laughs> well, you have to say something for this to be going. No, no. Well, well we're gonna get there. Okay. Is yeah. what I'm saying. So I, I was saying um, genres or so reminiscent of the Kinks, which is I know you and I talk about a lot because one of our favorite Kinks. bands, That's right? Mm-hmm. Um, other big inspirations. So there's a lot of um, the ELO, be- the Beatles, right? obviously. Beatles. Uh, ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, and Jeff Lynne. Pretty much most of the things he does, I like. Jeff yeah. Lynne is the guy everyone knows as that guy from the Traveling Wilburys that isn't anyone that you recognize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The not famous guy. But he is uh, pretty. But he is. Exactly. No, it's fascinating. Wow. Because he could walk down the street and have a fine day and not be hassled. He's not dead. I thought he was dead. No, he's 
his life. Does he still have the giant like fro and the big glass? Yeah, oh. he's just got well, it. Maybe he would get hassled if he was walking yeah. down the street. Yeah, he's an iconic looking man. Yeah, I figured by cool. now he would have changed that look. No way. How could how could <laughs> That's you? That's what makes you his money. You should do though. that look. I, yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I mean can't get a haircut for months because he's so busy. I know, so busy. Prepping for the holidays. Well, the part of it was getting a haircut. Right. Yeah, so I'm looking good now. I'm looking real good. True or false, I mean, um, one of your songs was used in promotions for the Showtime television show Weeds. That is true. What's the name of that song? It's called You Lit Up For Me. Which, on the surface, people might think is like a stoner love song. Yeah, stoner love. Smoking marijuana reference. Right. Which it is not. It's not, actually. It is not. It's a much more more twee and adorable story. Uh, Yeah, let's hear it. Are we doing this? Okay. Let's do it. If you Um, want to, you don't have to reveal yourself to keep it secret. I mean, we can just You volunteered to come on the podcast, but I mean, if you don't want to talk, you can just go home. Me and Pope will just talk about Your secrets. We'll talk about your secrets with you not here. Yeah. I'm just drinking seltzer here, just so everyone knows. Um, I was near the tra- <coughs> by the Charles River, uh, Boston, Boston. Yeah, classic Dirty Water song. You might have heard of it. Um, and all, you know, all this, it was kind of weird, all this stuff. We were hanging on the dock, and the cell phone, eventually, my cell phone was in my pocket and fell out of my pocket, bounced on the dock, <laughs> fell into the water. When I heard it, I didn't see it happen. I heard it happen. And I knew exactly what happened, obviously. I turned around and looked at it, and it just lit up under as the water. As it drifted away. Into as the it deep. drifted away into the deep wow. towards the sea. Maybe we can listen to a clip of that right now. All right, here's, here's You It Up For Me by Spirit. So good. That was really good. I sort of yeah. hope we don't put that audio in, <laughs> and you just hear the awkward pause of me and Pope making programming decisions on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Nick's just shaking his head like I'm not. Yeah, anything. Yeah, forget about that. It's a terrible idea. I'm not a radio call-in show, guys. <laughs> did you hear in the last episode? Nick started adding sound effects. Oh, I man. did hear that. People I hope, like. I it. love it. Dude, I love it. I hope you do that. Okay. No pressure. I don't know how much work we're so, creating for him every week. I feel like this is why games don't ship on time. <laughs> But that's pretty awesome. Show, uh, Showtime. Yeah, that was, you know, that was, that was great. They contacted me and heard wow. the song on the internet and wanted to use it. And I, wow, was, so I they... was already watching the show and kind of obsessed with it for a while. So it was perfect. Yeah. You and actually Matt from yeah, our band. That's right. My roommate would be, I would come home and you guys would be watching <laughs> like marathons of weeds <laughs> in our living room. And I'd be like, hey, you guys, what are you guys doing? And you'd be like, shut up. Like, yeah, come on, come on. And I actually asked Matt if he would watch an episode of Weeds with me because I watched it in real time. And he was watching it like on DVD, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, I got to wait for Amin to come over." It was Aww. like their special bro bonding. That's thing. awesome. We have to uh, catch up on the latest season. It's actually. pretty good. I haven't seen yeah. the latest. It's season weird. Yet. It's very different. Yeah, I heard Mitch they hit the road oh. again. Yeah, but like seriously, like the whole the whole season's on the road. I don't check out. Oh. I'm not spoiling it for okay. you. Check out Showtime's Weeds if you're into <laughs> weird family uh, drug comedies. A lot yeah. less drugs this episode, this season though. It's well, less yeah. about the drugs, more about. <clears throat> Their relationships yeah. and interpersonal drama. Yeah. Mother, yeah. she's sort of a terrible mother. She's, she's sort bad. of a terrible person. She's a terrible person. You're right. So it's hard to be a good mom when you're a terrible person. Right. From my experience, being a being great mom. A great mom. <laughs> you're like my mom in a way. You know, I feel like you're my mom. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of that, so what? How? What is the relationship like? First of all, your coworkers, coworkers, obviously. Well, some would say. But um, Spirit Kid is on. John Drake and the Main Drags label is that? Yeah. What well, we started a label. It's not really a label label. I mean, it is, but it's like we have like an a, a imprint that we release all the main drag stuff for because we don't believe in the system. No, the man yeah, trying to keep us down slash way. no one will sign us. So mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so we put out a record in 2007 and decided we're going to make a, a record label called RPL Audio, and that's uh, Reasonable People's League is what that stands for. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be reasonable and smart about how we do things, and uh, we got on Rock Band Two, and we managed to make a good amount of just sort of de- you know iTunes money and things like that from that so we sort of had a little bit of cash to spend and we put out another record with that and we went on tour with that money and we sort of like made it was basically like the holding company that like paid for the band to do stuff we had enough money though we were like you know hanging out with spirit kid a lot and they were really good and they actually played after us at our last cd release show you headlined and we played yes something like that yeah because adam or it was played your cd release show it was your oh, cd no, release yeah, show no, it was both we, of ours you right. played after us that's right 
Yeah, because Adam ran on stage. Uh, <laughs> just trying to remember like the order of events happened. But yeah, so so uh, Spirit Kid released their CD the same day we released our CD, and we were like, well, we have money to help. I don't know what we really contributed to that, but we sort of were like, we'll be the <laughs> people who help pay for things like promotions and you know do the Rock Band Network authoring, and we're printing a seven-inch uh, record right now. Yeah, That'll two, be two singles. Two oh. singles, which are already on iTunes, honestly, and they're on kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can buy them today if you want a digital copy, but the seven-inch should be coming in January? Yeah, we'll have them are people soon, hopefully. Just getting those at shows, or can you get them online? Um, we will have them online. Yeah, we'll set them up on our store yeah. on rplaudio.com so people but can buy shows them. and some stores. There's not that many of them, but they're really cool and they're cool looking. The art's great. Yeah, very limited run, but they're uh, it's rad. So we just sort of like, I mean, Amin basically makes his music, and we try to make our money back from whatever we're spending it on. But we don't really try to make money off of Spirit Kid. We try to like right. pay for Spirit Kid to do things that they otherwise wouldn't be able to do. And then as soon as we made that money back, we then spend that money again on Spirit Kid, and we don't like take 10% of everything and like smoke cigars <laughs> with that money in the back room uh, and the, the label's mostly me and a little bit of uh, Matt Bach who is our dance central designer Yeah, and he's, uh, he's the lead singer in the main drag so he sort of doesn't really do anything actually he, <laughs> and he wouldn't be upset if I said that I keep emailing he's him like he's the like the mascot yeah he's like the he's like the, art, he's like the creative mind behind whether we do things or not which means basically when I don't know if we should do something I go hey Matt do you think we should do this and he's like yeah sure whatever <laughs> how much money do we have and I'm like enough and he's like great then yeah do it <laughs> the only other purchase RPLs ever made is I took a mean for drinks. Oh yeah, Ooh. that was great. That was nice on wow. our company credit card. A few, wow. uh, whiskey and sodas. Yeah, on wow. the RPL. That's right. Corporate Visa. <laughs> and no joke, we have a Visa card, <laughs> Bank of America. That's a good bank. Uh, so apart a, from just like yeah. <clears throat> producing these these uh, these uh, record singles that are coming out, seven yeah. inches. Um, not a not a ton of interaction between the two of you. No, we email respect. all the time, and I like hear cuts of songs where they're going. I don't oh, like, but cool. we don't really give creative direction because yeah. we like know we, the reason we wanted to work with Spirit Kid and like that we wanted to help out was that like we liked what they were doing. We didn't want to step in the way and make it any harder for them to do what they were doing. So we don't. We sort of like let them plan what's going on, and I mean, will come up with ideas and say like, "What do you think about this? Here's how much it would cost." I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to do that at all." And then he like emails me four like, more please. times, and then I forget to respond for a couple weeks, and then I feel so bad that I haven't responded. I just agree to do it, like nice. when you like when a kid asks for something over and over again. Eventually, See, you're like, "Why are you crying, Billy?" And he's like, "Oh, that present you bought me, you I wanted you to buy me. You you, you said you were going to get it next time you went to the yeah, store, and okay. you never did." And they're like, well, I wasn't going to get it for you anyway, but now I have to because I feel bad. See, he's a good, good mom. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm a good yeah. guilt. I'm a Catholic mom, so the guilt, <laughs> the guilt trips really work on me. But yeah, so that's what happens. I don't know. It's not really a very formal relationship, but we like Spear Kid. You should like them too. And as all our PL artists are, including the Blanks, which is our other band, they're all on Rock Band Network. So play the songs in the game. Any plans to add any more bands to the label? Not right now. Um, just aren't there aren't any other bands that I like. Every other band is terrible. <laughs> Except for our band and the Spirit Kid. I'm with you. Yeah, so... I don't know. We don't have that much money. We're, like, still pretty broke. We're just, like, broke enough to pay for things like that. We're helping each other out here. Yeah. That sounds romantic. So so the new stuff that you've been recording, I mean... I mean, it's just hammered out of his mind on V8. Uh, are you still sticking with the format of you pretty much doing everything, or no? Uh, no, we've doing... actually been uh, recording with the core of the band, bass and drums... Who this is were, the band that you play live with. Yes. Um, and we were doing that, and I was doing guitars and most of the keyboard and stuff like that. I was doing all that stuff. Do you prefer that, or do you prefer what you did before, where you had ultimate creative control? I, uh, I, you know, I don't prefer one over the other, really. I Maybe mean, it depends on the specific <coughs> song yeah. and the way it comes about. You know, If we write it as a band, yeah, we'll record it as a band. That makes but sense. But if I write it all at home and in the studio setting, then it might lend itself to being more of me on the recording. So this is something I, uh, I'm interested in, um, at J- Drake and, and Nick even, you can get in on this, but when people say that they're going to a studio and they're not like Aerosmith, where do they go? Like, are you going to a for real studio? Are <laughs> that you- was an amazing... <laughs> I'm not saying you're not choice. Aerosmith, I mean. What are you trying uh, to say? If they're not Aerosmith. But like... If they're, say, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> what is available to you in terms of studios... Is it mostly like people you know that have built their own studios in their apartment or building or something, or full-on professional studio? Um, I've done both, and I prefer the home studio uh, method. Hmm. It's just more comfortable to me, whether it's my own home studio or someone else's that's more built out. I mean, they can have great gear and everything, and it could sound awesome, you know? The only real thing you lose from a home studio setup, usually, depending on what kind of home studio setup you're talking about, is just the ability to track 
either multiple instruments at the same time or drums. And the like sound of yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you could get away with most sort of like guitar miking or bass miking or vocals in a pretty like con- controlled space and like you know add effects later or mic it differently to sort of make it sound like it's in a bigger room. But with drums, it's sort of that's the hardest. Yeah, yeah, you sound pretty crappy unless you're in a space that's sort of conducive to recording. That's actually what we did on the. There's two new songs we're working on um, for a future release. Yeah. And we went to a studio in Austin called Estudio. 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 Uh, our friend Dan G. And um, <clears throat> it's actually the same band, Pretty and Nice, who I think are also on Rock Band Network. Yeah, they're Rock Band Network. We worked on some of those songs. Yeah, Pretty um, Nice, they're great. They're on Hardly Art Records. Yeah. They're a really good band. You played with them the last time I saw you. Right? Yeah, that's right. Um, awesome. It's their, It's the same house. They all record in the studio. They took all their advance money for making their record and bought like a ton of they bought recording an awesome gear. studio, yeah. <laughs> and so it's all there. And we went there and recorded uh, drums and <coughs> bass and some guitars all on a two-inch tape machine, Sweet. and then we're doing the rest ourselves. So it's kind of a mixture, actually, of both those things. Cool. Yeah. But most people don't go to really like when you hear bands talking about like how expensive it is to make a record or how much, how expensive it was. Like let's say in like the even the late '90s or early 2000s, totally different ballgame of like. People might have yeah. had like demoing stuff at home, and they may have had a four track, which is sort of like an analog version of, you know, like you record one song, bounce it down to a track, record another or one like guitar part, and then another guitar part, and then a bass part, and you sort of do them on separate channels of a special mm-hmm. kind of tape. But now with like digital recording, you know, we were working all weekend on some main drag songs, and it was like we're just in our like in the studio we have in our house and in like your it's, boxers it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty, and, and it's pretty like it's the pretty entire nice. band yeah. and their whole band. Well, we only record. I've in seen our pictures. Boxers. I've yeah, seen pictures. It's gross. <laughs> Um, but you know, like we record, you know, all day long and it's like, other than drums, you pretty much don't need to go to like one of those big studios where it was like a couple thousand dollars an hour for an engineer and all these people. You need someone, you need someone who knows what they're doing, but just yeah. like Rock Band Network, you can learn how to do almost all of it if you really put the time in hmm. to sound good. Yeah. That's cool. Are you self-taught? Uh, yeah. For the you most didn't part. go to school for that, right? Um, well, I, I did study audio and film, Okay, but, um, most of the stuff I learned there, the basics I knew and it just kind of gave me the vehicle to keep learning on my own. So that was cool in that way. Speaking of cool. Speaking of cool. Thrasher's here. Thrasher's late. Late. Now all the cool just went out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Allie. We've Hi. talked about Hi. nothing interesting so far. We're talking about Spirit Kid, talking about recording music. That's about it. It's interesting, yeah, though, in the, in the context of... of Real instruments and people learning yeah. to play now, people who've picked up pro and maybe want to get, take the next step. And people have programs like GarageBand, they have like free programs like, uh, what's the one that's on uh, PC that's, f- well, you could use Reaper, Reaper, which you could download yeah, for free. Um, but just anything with inputs, like over time, just look around, usually you can find someone who knows what they're doing and teach you about it. I don't know. I mm-hmm. heard right before you started recording that uh, there's a brand new version of Pro Tools. Yeah, That's right, yeah, Pro Tools 9 just came out, which is pretty huge for... The community because everyone always complained that you have to have their hardware to use Pro Tools. And I love Pro Tools and I have their hardware. But now you don't even need it. You can just have your laptop or something. You can be on a plane editing tracks if you want and That's not awesome. have to pull out. Well, people who don't understand what that means box. means that, like, basically, I mean, it makes sense when you say you need the hardware to record. If someone says, like, oh, I need the thing with the mic inputs to plug my microphones in, yeah. then, like, that makes sense. But it's like, even if you were just, like, cutting up audio or mixing tracks or changing levels, you needed to have it plugged into a, a was it M Audio? Device, their, right? Like, well, their Mbox, Mbox was the right. main one that comes with it. Well, and then there's Pro Tools, like the big like, server style, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like HD. There's, I mean, there's yeah. but many were, different options, right. but it was always you had to have it. Some sort of like crazy expensive device plugged in to make it work, and it was usually worth it, but it'd be like sometimes it'd be super inconvenient for what you actually needed to do. Um, and so now the freedom to roam freely with that is pretty cool. But yeah. I, I actually haven't used Pro Tools since 2007 because of that stuff. So we've moved on to other, other formats, but they're all pretty good. Yeah. You can learn. You can learn how to do anything. People use Logic. We use Sonar in our band. People use, I don't know, the Reaper. A bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, Reaper is awesome because it's totally customizable. Yeah. And so if you know what you're doing, especially, it's like it's great. You can even get it. Reaper on our website mm-hmm. on creators.rockband.com. Go to Tools. Sign up for an account today. Synergy. See how we did that? We talked about something relevant to rock bands. Stop not listening. Pay attention. <laughs> I like to say in regards to Reaper, if I could figure out how to use it. And I am dumb. You are pretty dumb. Yep. I did help you. We had a conversation. We had a training day. You helped me it was play. a it was lot like, like movie training. It was a lot like Denzel. I was Denzel Washington. We drove around Whoa. in a car. I was a dirty cop. And I was Ethan Hawke. <laughs> and, and John I... kept feeding me drugs. Yeah. And, <laughs> 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 and, that, and that was That's Ethan right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
Is that your Denzel? That's my Denzel. Racist. We're just talking about how John's like the good mom, but I guess he's not in a way. To you, I'm to you, you're the favorite son, and she is the redheaded stepchild. Did you get a haircut? No. Looks totally different right now. I know. Well, there's a ponytail happening. Super inspired by last week's podcast. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because Bill Whitney and Chris Wilson both have majestic ponytails. Oh, God, the male ponytail. I like both of those guys a lot, but the pony mail is a a thing that I don't necessarily sponsor a lot of the time. What I enjoy is that because nobody can see what's going on in here, I could pretend Amin has like a glorious, amazing. You gotta tell everyone he's seven feet tall. Yeah, Yeah, I'm seven feet tall. What else? There was something. Oh yeah, beers. Yeah, yeah. I cracked them both open. He missed it. It's actually a V8. Darn it! It's a V8 and a plane. I almost almost came in and was like, "There's nothing less rock and roll than what you're drinking." I was almost like, "Amin, where did you get the low sodium V8?" (laughs) They're in the fridge now. Apparently, yeah. You guys are terrible. I'm very excited. Aren't you glad I showed up for this podcast I'm really glad. right at this moment? We needed it. What else is there yeah. to talk about, Eric Pope? Um, well, what's it like balancing having a pretty successful Boston band and a full-time job? Because, like, you do shows in New York. You've prob- I don't know Los if you've had Angeles. offers to play other places. Yeah. L.A., yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we were at that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Felicia Day came to that show. She did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, a good, she's a good friend of the main dragon and now of Spirit Kid. Is it a I tough balance? Yeah, I was there, too. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's hard, uh, just kind of you're at work all day and using a computer and doing musical stuff and then going home and continuing to do the same yeah. thing. Sometimes it's a little straining. Draining. Yeah, yep. draining and straining. Waste away. <laughs> Tough to motivate, I'd imagine. Yeah, but, you know, if things are going good and there's, there's a momentum there, it's, it's, it's good. It's fun to do. Yeah. It's a compulsion to make music. I yeah. always find it's like I don't make music because I. I mean, I like making music and I want to make music, but I don't make music because I want to. I make music because I have to. I'm like, yeah, I have to be. Why am I not working on music right now? I get like visibly upset if I'm not working. <laughs> That's on awesome. Music. Yeah, over time. That's a good not trait to have. Yeah, I, I immediately so. get upset. Yeah, it means upset all the time. I'm cr- I cry. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Been a seven foot ponytail. <laughs> is this podcast inspiring you right now to, to go home and write yes. write a sad song? Yes, it is. <laughs> I have I have a question in regards to promoting your music, mm. and forgive me if we covered this because I was late. Probably do. Um, this is this is She's something. Like this is based on something that a fan actually asked me once. Let's go to the mailbag. Mailbag. Perfect. Harmonics feedback. The morning show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she ha- he has sound effects. We're doing so much Foley work in this podcast. I love it. Uh, Nick, I'm here to make clock, your clock, job clock, easier. Clock. Let me go get it. Um, <laughs> I wish I had more cans. So, I know. <laughs> so, um, oh, I had the... A fan had a question about promoting your music. A, a, fan, a fan actually had a question about just promoting themselves in general. All right. Um, but, I do that but for a living, can, so... We can, we, can, we can apply it to music. You sure. Know, it means had music featured in commercials mm-hmm. and uh, television trailers. And someone asked me once, how do you, you, you can't just be sending your work around to everyone. And this came from a fan asked me a question once. They said, I notice you have a thing on your, on your auto response that says, we can't accept unsolicited ideas. Truth. Things yep. that we can't do. And the fan said, uh, I find that lots of companies have those. So how does one get solicited? <sighs> Air quotes. Well you, well, you don't get do solicited. You, well, exactly. The implication, How do you legitimize the, yourself? Right. The, the implied statement there is like, yeah. don't send us your ideas because like, even if it's a good idea, and by the way, not to, not about that fan specifically, but like, most of the time it's not. Like the guy who sent <laughs> us an email today asking us to make a WWE rock band. <laughs> <laughs> not a great idea. We get that a lot, actually. Yeah. We do. Yep. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. They, well, they really wanted an artist who, does, who did a WWE theme song, and I was like, oh, that's not a terrible suggestion. That song's actually pretty good and pretty rock. And then he was like, and you should make a whole game about WWE. <laughs> artist and I was like well wait you just took a logical like leap. Hulk Hogan strumming a guitar I mean obviously yeah. and, then, like the and then hitting American people over the head, head with it yeah uh, Razor yeah. Ramon yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god back to the Razor Ramon talk I was trying to love this the twins or the, what was their name the Hacksaw yeah. the Bushwhackers oh, no, the Bushwhackers, the Bushwhackers. Yeah. not Hacksaw yeah. and Duggan yeah. Yeah. they're similar <laughs> um, also you know another thing I thought of today and I'll answer your question but another thing I thought of today uh, when I was looking through some emails anyone whose email ends with sent from my iPod Already not an email I want to read. <laughs> Every time I get an email, it's said, not iPhone, not like devices oh, on just kind, iPod? not iPad, iPod. Like an iPod touch sending me email, it's like, look, mm. I don't know what Wi-Fi network you're attached to, <laughs> but get to a computer on that Wi-Fi network. Why are you discriminating, you know? Because the emails are always ridiculous. 
usually wall attacks too, which is wall attacks, typos, yeah. no spend like three days with their, t- anyway, their thumbs. So terrible ideas aside, uh, I think the, the people don't get solicited. The real thing is like the way you get in touch with somebody and, and work with a group of people like Harmonix or like any other companies. You network. You get to know somebody at the company. They maybe reach out to you when there's an opportunity. You let them know you're interested in opportunities. Like, hey, if you guys ever need music, and for the record, we don't usually. Like, we don't look for demos because we have a whole audio team of people like Amin who are making music professionally inside of our studio. But if you ever need music or you ever need another guy to help you break it down boxes or you ever need a guy to do computer programming, you know, find our recruiters through LinkedIn, find our website, and, like, meet people from the company at places like GDC or D3. Mm-hmm. Go to these places. Get an email correspondence going that's actually discursive. There's a conversation. Go to the back and forth. workshops. Yeah. Get on the forums and talk yep. to people on the forums. Engage with people who can actually help you and let them know you're interested in opportunities. But don't just send us your ideas because not only do we have to reject them, we also then think you're probably crazy. Because, like, if you have a really good idea that's really valuable, you don't just, like, throw it out to random people and be like, I don't want any money for this. It's like, yeah, but that's what people say before they send the idea and then they sue them later. When they use that idea, so yeah. we, that's part of why we don't take unsolicited ideas from outside the company. Uh, we're a company that makes intellectual property, right? Like we make video games, we make music, we make programs, and like the whole idea behind that is it's the property of the studio. Uh, so if it's your intellectual property, that's your property, and we don't usually uh, buy that kind of stuff outside. Uh, but again, promoting your band is the same kind of thing. Like you know, getting music supervisors to listen to your music, it's usually better to actually know somebody or meet somebody who can talk to those people. I mean, sort of the the Showtime example is a weird example because they sort of yeah. found you. Arbitrarily, I mean, not, not not the music is great. It's and it's related in terms of the lyrical content, but it's not like they found you because you like went to high school with one of them. No, they heard like it on MySpace and right. messaged me. <laughs> and that stuff still happens. Like sometimes people will solicit you out of nowhere, and a lot of times it can sound sort of sketchy, and you have to sort of make sure that it's. Not I thought it was, I thought it was a joke. You actually. forwarded it to me. And you're like, <laughs> I remember I mean actually sent me an email right after we started working together. He's like, "Should I talk joke? to this person? Like, it seems like a scam." And I was like, "No." Well, it was weird because I just was watching weeds. <laughs> And I then I finished an episode. I went to my computer and had this message. So yeah. it was just like, okay, so who's pulling a joke on me? My roommate or something? Yeah, was this weird account? Sir Paul. Yeah, it was my cat, it's Sir Paul. Cat. Sir Paul. Yeah. <laughs> but you, Drake, got a song in the Guild, right? Yeah. And that, I, how, what was the story of that? Was it I, networking? No, yeah, I got a song in the Guild because I know Felicia. Um, I don't know why I know Felicia. <laughs> We're just like. We are, we are friends, but I don't really know. I think we met through some at some Microsoft event like a long time ago before the guild was really a full on series, like when it was just launching. And you know, we sent we sent her and the cast rock band because they're all gamers and they were fun. And we like had an email correspondence, and she sent out a, like I think it was like a Facebook post that just said we need some like we need some music. Like going through all this all this unlicensed music, and I can't find anything I like. And I sent her an email being like, hey, like you know, you can use any of my band stuff gratis. Like we love your show, and here's our record, and here's like the record without vocals on it. It's another thing for musicians. A lot of time, people yeah. who want embedded music will want vocalist bounces so if you're in the studio or you're in a home studio make sure you make a final mastered bounce with both your song with the vocals and your song without the vocals so people can edit around it which is part of the reason I use Amin's music so much in our videos instrumental sections because mm-hmm. he had yeah Helpful. I made instrumental mixes for yeah. you yeah yeah. I have all those too by the way if you ever want send to them along main drag just whatever a, yeah, a listening deal. party uh, but yeah and she just and I, she, she just said like oh this actually works perfectly for what we wanted and she put it at the end of the episode and we get, so we get like ton of YouTube hits on our song Love During Wartime because people Say so, like found this song from the guild. Like it was, I said, as long as you credit us in the credits, like I don't, you can have it for free. And like we get probably twenty or thirty comments a week from people who find our music awesome. from watching season one of the guild, like hmm. two and a half years ago. That's really cool. Yeah, she's good people. Yeah. How much have you talked about shameless self promotion today? Everything I do is shameless self promotion. <laughs> I don't understand the question. I mean, piggybacking on, we had an awesome article in our fifty-two weeks to rock last year called "How Not to Suck at Web Promotion." <clears throat> who wrote that? Um, Trish, who's a oh, yeah. promoter here in Boston. Right, right. So I was just wondering, uh, you know, that's like a year old now. A lot, a lot changes in a year. But what do you guys? What are your recommendations? There's so many options out there. If you're a musician, where should you be hosting your stuff? What kind of sites should be? Actually, that has that has it? changed in the past year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think, especially just sort of MySpace. MySpace has taken a dive in relevance. I don't think it's like a bad. A useless website. I think still bands are still a lot of bands are using MySpace because it's probably the best platform for like easily uploading your music and people like know that the bands have MySpace pages. But it's just like people aren't social networking on MySpace as much as they're social networking on say Facebook or mm-hmm. uh, even even smaller sites like Bandcamp where I know that we you know host a lot of our tracks for free streaming. Um, people will go to those sites looking for music and you know people go to Twitter feeds and people go to like actually interact with the band one on one. Uh, but a year ago, I said, like, get your stuff on my... I mean, have your stuff everywhere. Like, the idea is to set up as many accounts with your music sort of, you know, ubiquitously. Uh, I don't know. Are there, any, are there any that I've left? I mean, you can do pure know. volume. You can do... 
uh, trying to think of some other ones. Our Stage, Last FM, Last FM, I Like, which ties into Facebook. Well, then there's like iTunes and Rhapsody and all that. Oh, stuff. right. So where you can actually sell your music is is a sort of different equation than where you can but sort of interact. I think with people. the actual uh, band website is yeah. on the rise again. Yeah. Because um, something like MySpace had taken over for so long, and that was like what everyone goes to. Like you search a band. What's well, like one of the first links is usually the MySpace. Well, and I think you and I both had our band's MySpace as sort of our default website yeah, for a long time. Yeah, but I think it's cool and, you know, it's uh, valuable to have a good website and a good web presence and have everything there that they need to show, like show dates and all yeah, the songs. Yeah, it seems like <clears throat> MySpace was helpful for its time, right, because it had all that stuff plugged in, <clears throat> like the music player and everything, but now there's so much, so many plugins you can just use to when you create a website nowadays that's... Mm-hmm. The bar, the barrier to entry to make a good website yeah. is a little lower. Well, and so I'd recommend like you know get a basic website together, and all you really need on your website is like your band's bio, your show dates, hopefully some streaming music so people can hear Don't what you're like. Contact info, the contact info, and then like a photo of people to grab and put up if they want to like link to your band. That's pretty much it. Like the thing is, like what I'd always do is I would have like we'd try to have like a blog, we'd try to have like all these extra features, and it would always be sort of like no one was really reading the blog on our site. We're not like a humongous band. Like people just want to go and hear some music and know where they can follow us and get more music. There's stuff. Uh, there's also like Sonic Bids. Yeah, which is a big one. You can have your electronic press kit there. Yeah, I would actually recommend. Uh, do you know Root Music? Yeah, they make a plugin for Facebook that lets bands right. make like a really nice looking. We have it for the main drag page. So Root Music. Uh, if you Google Root R O O T. Root music, if you're from the mid, the Midwest, uh, right here. Uh, but they they're actually like the first pages that I liked for Facebook because like bands on Facebook is still sort of broken. Yeah, and that's okay because I think the bands on MySpace sort of made it a nightmare. But like, I sort of want my Facebook fans to be able to find me on Facebook and like have really useful widgets that they can go to easily. And I feel like unless you have thousands and thousands of dollars, it's kind of hard to do that. Does it have like a player on it too? Yeah, it has a built-in player from a SoundCloud, which is one oh, of my cool. favorite companies. Yeah. Oh yeah, SoundCloud. SoundCloud's awesome. There's another one. Um, and uh, uh, so they let you embed a SoundCloud player with a photo, and like they have your links, and they update your Twitter feed directly to your page, and it's like actually pretty rad. And it's like ten clicks. So I'd say go to Root Music and, and learn more about that if you have uh, the desire to promote your band, cool. or yourself, but mostly your band. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, your I don't know what me promoting myself would look like. You should I, have like a like a Yoko Ono <laughs> scream band. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. should have a scream band. Yeah, not a band. Not a band. not screamo. Yeah. No, not no, 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 no. That's just right there. Rock, rock, rock. We're gonna start a crabcore band. Five people in this in this room. We're gonna start a crabcore. Here we go. What are we calling it? I don't know. We could start a band with people in this room. Yeah, totally. Let's do it. It actually work pretty well. I'm really excited about this new venture. This is great. <laughs> we're embarking you're the on. singer, right? The screamer. Yeah, I'm screaming if you're doing the melodic. Yeah, singing. okay, we'll do that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of the band. <laughs> you always need two. That is my yeah. least favorite yeah. type yeah. of music. The verse is screaming in the. Or is All right, the other let, way let's move to Hope news. You're on harmonies. <laughs> let's move to the news section. Extra, 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 extra. Water scoop. I'm going to start. Oh, God. I'm going to start with DLC because DLC is fun to talk about. Do it. Um, this past week, pretty big pack for old me and Amin, actually. Oh, so exciting. Oh, yeah. This past week, when you're listening to this on the Friday that it comes out, we just released our Billy Joel 12 pack. Kaboom. Bam. I mean, I believe the story. Tell your story about when you, when you first started. You don't have to get into details, but basically you were like... <laughs> You have meetings with the audio department, right? And people can suggest... Oh, let, me, let me preface this by saying that Billy Joel is an iconic artist. I love iconic it. Iconic is a word we can use. But the most polarizing artist I think we've put out in a long time since mm-hmm. Nickelback. Yep. And I think that it's polarizing and it's in a very different way. Right. But polarizing, people like really love Billy Joel yeah. or people find something about his music very irritating. <laughs> and there's not a lot of people who fall in the middle of that line. People like, either love him or they really don't like him. I think yeah. he's made a very successful career and he's not going to be upset to hear that some people don't like yeah, him. No. Yeah, no. I mean, Billy, I love you. I yeah, love Billy if Joel. If you're listening. I mean, this room seems to be able to tolerate Billy the Joel. The first well. CD I ever owned was Billy Joel's Double Disc 2, uh, two Disc Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. both volumes? Wow. One and two, yeah. It was wow. before three came out. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought like it was a funny story. Well, I just, I, you know, a while ago I was suggesting a, one of the, a song but that actually came out uh, in this pack. I think it was Big Shot. I was like, oh, yep. well, that, that'll be good for rock bands. It's got guitar and stuff. Suggested it to some... This is before keyboard was available. Way before keyboard, yeah. yeah. Um, suggested it to some members of the audio team, <laughs> and then later found out that said people <laughs> regretted hiring. Really <laughs> hated Billy Joel, or they told someone else, 
they don't like Billy Joel when to me it was like oh cool that's a good, good suggestion <laughs> yeah good suggestion welcome to harmonics and then uh so <laughs> and then it became like what's up with that guy yeah we should not have hired that like, guy that guy likes Billy Joel a little too much so I think there's a third group I think there's a third group that doesn't find Billy Joel irritating they just think it's so uncool to like him they can't allow themselves to like Billy so that's, Joel that's that's unacceptable are, those people are douchebags yeah well yeah well, let me read the track list because there are some amazing are. songs. <laughs> That's two times I said douche and three if you count that one in this uh, podcast. Um, okay. 12 Pack, Billy Joel, Summer Big pack. Shot. Captain Ooh. Jack, which has some Ooh. serious subject there matter, by there the way. Yeah, it's a, that's a dark I song. I actually haven't heard how that is particular. Some words, I assume, are edited. but <clears throat> uh, It's still rock and roll to me. Oh, great. <clears throat> Moving out, parentheses, Anthony song. Good song. Oh, really yeah, good song. Sax is oh, soprano sax. Yeah, yeah. Subject of a... Broadway musical? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the title of the Broadway musical yep. with all these songs were in it. Only the Good Die Young. Oh, great. That's a huge hit. Uh, Piano Man, which obviously, that's the one Bar track nice. you think Classic. of. Oh, God, it's going to be Classic. unstoppable. Yeah. Younger days. Yeah. As, as the, the Piano bars. Man. <laughs> um, pressure, which is a pretty ridiculous yeah. like synthesizer song. I don't know that song. Wow, that's ever since keep going. That rendition was terrible. We're gonna have to pay Billy Joel now for playing that so accurately. We had Pope doing his own acapella versions of these songs for weeks. Say goodbye to Hollywood, which is it's a soft. That's another song. The Entertainer, which is pretty good. Oh, The Entertainer. Find him in the back of the discount rack, like another can of beans. That's where you'll find his records. He says. Uh, the Stranger, which is a great whistling song. Mm-hmm. You love whistling. Whistling intro. Seriously, that's a good, that's a good song. We Didn't Start the Fire, which ah. actually would be really fun to do. Um, so many words. Yep. So many yep. words. If anyone yeah. butchers that at a rock band, everyone, night, everyone, everyone, will butcher. face, everyone will always be butchered. It'll be butchered forever. She's not lying. Skull. And the final track is You May Be Right. Oh, that's a really good song. You may be right. You guys should cover that, actually. That'd be a good cover song. You guys should do Billy Joel covers. I've actually wanted to. Okay. They've covered Wings. Covered wings. They have other bands that are period. polarizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was this past week. Uh, um, how Drake, much did you like it, though? I bet you loved the Billy Joel pack. Thank you for I'm buying so it. I'm so happy. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the people. <laughs> I'm speaking the on behalf of the people. people. I, can't, I can't hear them, but <clears throat> I think they're liking it. You're welcome. I'm going to need this. Drake's help pronouncing these. So, oh, so I don't know how to pronounce any. I'll, I'll be the one who... who oh. Oh, F-bomb. I'll be the one who messes it up. <laughs> So See, I said you can say anything, but you, Nick has to then fix it later. <laughs> we uh, we love our European. Oh, you know, fans. Allie should do this. I don't speak French. Okay, so we love send our European over. fans. Well, How can we do it? Yeah, yeah, I'll send I it over. Do it too. Yeah. So we're uh, we're putting out a big old Euro pack. We get a lot of requests before the forum traffic explodes and people start complaining about how they don't know these bands. We get a lot of requests from our European fans <laughs> uh, that they want some localized songs. They want songs in their language. They want songs from artists that they know in their territories. So we delivered yeah. some songs on Rock yeah. Band 3. Yeah. We're like, uh, Oye Mi Amor uh, and Mana. Mi Amor. <laughs> So yeah, by Juanes. Juanes. You can do this. Yeah, so that's you shouldn't sing that song. But the uh, <laughs> so so this is continuing yeah. that tradition, and we put out a lot of great big packs this week. So if these aren't your favorite artists, that's okay. Yeah. Check some of them out. You can listen to some samples on rockband.com and also in the game. But uh, if you uh, otherwise keep playing the Billy Joel pack, then I'm sure you download it. But they're going to run down some of these songs. Right? Is this the announcement for this? Is that? Yeah. Yep. All right. Do so, it. Say what uh, country they're from, too. Yeah, I'm excited okay. because the camera and lights team has been talking about these tracks for quite a while. Are they good? Yes, okay. phenomenal. Um, so, the first two. So this is the Euro Pack, right? I can say that. Yeah, yep. sure. Right. So the first track is from a French band, and I may not say this correctly, but I think it's Anaïs, and it's uh, Peut-être une engine. And then mm. we have another. A little heart. Is that what it's? Yeah, we have. Uh, it's about engine. <laughs> we have another uh, French track from BB uh, Bruins and Dimoi. Uh, we have a we have two German tracks. One from Bap, uh, Verdamp Langher. I can't speak German. This is Pope's job. <laughs> Another one from uh, should have printed Vier- out more than one copy. Versend Heiden, Ner Versend Helden. Versend we are Helden. heroes. Okay, Nerein Vort. Yep. We're gonna get so Only many angry emails about this. Oh wait, I mean you can do these two. <laughs> um, here's a couple from Italy. Linnea seventy seven with Phantasma. Ooh, I bet yeah. that means phantasm. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Litfiba with Proibito. 
Mm-hmm. This is the slowest announcement. <laughs> then we have two uh, Scandinavian tracks. One from oh, Lord. the Caesars, and it's called Jerk It Out. Oh, awesome. That song is great. Yeah, and one from Tutankhamen, which is starting to appreciate. Mm. I like that you froze on Tutankhamen, even though it actually... <laughs> it's spelled funky. Oh, it is, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. spelled weird. Uh, well, I didn't want to accidentally say it. love of the English language. I didn't want to say a dirty word by accident, which it was my verbal dyslexia. It was getting in gear. And then we have a... Uh, I heard verbal dyslexia. Yeah. We have a, a <laughs> Spanish language tra- track from Skitsu, uh, Dame Air. And then, I mean, you want to <laughs> read the our, last our one? Our holiday single. This is a great one. This is a great one. John Lennon with Happy Christmas, War, War is, is over. over. Yeah. That's a big one. That is so a big one. So this is Christmas. Christmas. Such a good song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we apologize to the first seven bands. How many bands is that? Yeah, Amin and I would like to apologize to Europe <laughs> The, in- in the entire continent of Europe and other foreign Everyone people. I met there, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Amin's actually gone to Europe a couple times with the company, and I don't think he speaks any of the languages that we've ever sent him to. I do now. I learned a few words. Oh, that's nice. Good. I'd like to Des- apologize Desolais. to Sebastian and Toby and French Michael. Here's something probably everybody knows because it happens automatically when we release it, but we put out a patch. Ooh, software title update. Title update no for Rock Band 3. You don't do patches. <clears throat> That's right. Title update. Um, this had a select few issues that needed to be worked out, um, including the Arena 12 freeze. So that's, uh, if people noticed, when you get that uh, vignette with a roadie amp, freeze up your game, we fixed that. Um, we've also released... Uh, Released. We've also issued a, a fix for um, corrupted save data problem. Um, there was a freeze involving the eyebrows for the Iron Man character. All eyebrows are now safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was an exploit that someone found that we have um, taken care of. In your face. If you wanted to get like 100% on a song, you could pause between each note and then get that note ready and then unpause and hit the note and then pause again. Uh. And the yeah, game, like, you, crazy kids. you can still do Good that. Good way if to you waste be, 25 minutes. Right, if you want to yeah. spend 25 yeah. minutes playing a three-minute song. But now, uh, after a certain number of pauses, the game will just invalidate your score. So you can still do that if you're a uh, lunatic. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ain't no you, retentive. it won't, won't actually put you on top of the leaderboards anymore in your face. That's right. So that's out on um, PS3 and Xbox 360. And We should know really quickly that these, are, these were sort of a combination of the highest level fixes, but also the highest level fixes that we could fix easily once we figured them out. So we're aware there are other issues. People were sort of not... Right. You know, people are still complaining about other issues which we are working on. We yeah. want to make sure everyone has the best time playing our game that they can. But these are the ones that we could get out quickly, and they seem like really high priorities because they were crashes or involved save data. Uh, so we fixed them as quickly as we could, and there'll be you know more things based on your feedback that we'll be continuing to address as Rock Band Three marches on into infamy. Yep, yep. Your voice is always heard. Into on infamy the or in infinity? Infamy. Okay. But you know, stay tuned to RockBand.com and the forums for more announcements from HMX Henry and all the patchy goodness. Patchy. Title Not Apache goodness. Not Apache, Apache goodness. No. Not like the song. No. Apache. One of our favorites. Yeah. Me and Pope here. I agree. And then last but not least. This is news that actually relates to you, Amin. So Amin, uh, as many of you heard earlier, was uh, was the guy who demoed our Squire Stratocaster for the first time. Amin and I went on a little bit of a road show, went to see our good friends in Minnesota uh, at Best Buy, <laughs> where exciting. I got stuck at a terrible Motel 6 <laughs> uh, by myself while Bed everyone else bugs. got hotels at the, in, in much closer to the venue, but whatever. Serial killers. Uh, yeah, I had a guy throw a cup uh, of change at me outside that Motel 6. But the uh, anyway, so the news is that the uh, Fender Squire Stratocaster, which so many of you have been obsessing about, which is our real guitar, you can plug it into an amp and play, that also works as a pro guitar in our game, is now available for uh, pre-order and purchase. It's coming out March 1st, the pre-orders are exclusively through Best Buy, uh, and they're actually going to start pre-orders on 12-15, which I think is actually like a day or two before this podcast yep. comes out. But it means if you haven't heard yet, and you haven't got an email from us yet, you can go to bestbuy.com slash rockband3, or go to the Rockband uh, site and the forums. I'm sure we'll have lots of posts about this. Put your money down today. Best Buy's got a bunch of great promotions for the first week if you pre-order a guitar. Uh, they've been talking about some gift cards, talking about some some bundled goodness. But if you want to learn how to play pro guitar and you want to have this awesome Squire Strat, like three years of research and development... And it's really amazing, and it's actually really effective for the price. Like, it's a ton of great stuff being yeah. done for the price. Uh, go buy it today. Let Best Buy know you want one of the first ones off the line, and they will put you in the, the queue for awesome rock band Squire Stratocaster goodness. So that's news coming straight from my inbox yep. to your yeah. ears. Yay. Very Check cool. It. Very All cool. the boys and girls will love you if you have one. Um, last, last note wanted to mention, I don't Drake, if you want to say something about this, but, um, a lot of people were wondering about harmonics being sold yeah. by Viacom. Sure. Uh, that is in fact happening. That's a thing. 
That's a thing that happens. Yes. Now. We don't really have any any news as of this no, podcast. We don't know anything more yeah. than most of you know. A lot of our – we have really great executives uh, at our company, You know, people like Alex, and then we have great people at Viacom who have worked with us through the Rock Band franchise. They've been really good stewards of the Rock Band franchise, and yep. they're trying to find Harmonix a good home as we move forward. Uh, and in terms of how it affects people in the world, like people at the company, obviously it's our it's a thing where our company's getting sold. There's a lot of you know quiet anxieties because it's a thing that's mm-hmm. that's changed and change is sort of scary. But uh, everyone's still working hard here. We're working on games that we haven't talked about yet. We're working on DLC for the games you already bought and love. And mm-hmm. Dan Central and Rockman are both out there and doing really well. So we're really excited to keep making games. In terms of how it impacts the people who use our games. Nothing's going to change. Like you'll still see DLC every week for Rock Band. You'll still see Dan Central DLC. You'll still see software support. We still have our full teams here working super hard on the game. So we appreciate everyone's thoughts and we appreciate all the concerns. We don't appreciate some of the hysterics that are on the forums. <laughs> and I, it's a little early to be speculating about who's going to buy us. Like we don't have anything to confirm and or we don't know anything really at this point. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we appreciate everyone's warm thoughts during what is you know sort of a, a mildly nervous time. But we're actually mm-hmm. pretty uh, excited to move forward and keep making great music games. So thanks to everyone. Yeah. And the best thing you can do for us is just to tell the people to go out there and buy Rock Band 3 and Dan Central. We, the more people play in Harmonix games, the more games we'll be able to make. So. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Rad. yeah. All right. Well, I think this has been quite long enough. Yeah, um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nick looks like he has a meeting he has to go to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll wrap it up. I want to thank uh, Mr. Amin Zarukian. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Spirit, Spirit Kid, Kid which you Spirit heard Kid coming into the episode, hopefully coming out of the episode. Spiritkidmusic.com. Yeah. When's your next show? Um, nothing on the books yet, but stay uh, tuned. To stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe by the time this comes out, actually, it'll yeah. be announced. We'll we'll put in a dub. Right. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight at the show. Robot voice. <laughs> um, Allison Thrasher, thanks for joining us. Tardy. Yeah. Tardy. Happy to be Still tardy. tardy. Tardy to the party. Yep. Tardy to the party. It's okay. It's okay. Fashionably late. How I was roll. late too, but not as late as you. That's Cooler. a good song lyric right there for your first oh, Scream Rookie. Oh my god, yeah. I was late too, but not as late as you. The first single from Scream Rookie. Like Scream Rookie. Yes. Episode 32. Episode 32. Okay. John Drake, thank you. Nick. Nice. Audio production. Wizard. Thank you, sir. Yay. See you guys in two weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. See the reason why I am See the reason why I am